It's now time for the Rural News with Sally Murphy and Ōtetahi. And Sally, Hawke's Bay farmers have come up with an imaginative solution to move stock. Kia ora Charlotte, that's right. The cut-off community of Pātoka inland from Napier is coming up with the system to move stock across the Mangaone or Tutaikuri rivers, but they're appealing for one final piece of equipment to help them get the job done. With bridges destroyed, animals are going to be ferried across over the water on a stock trailer that'll be pulled by both a tractor and bulldozer. Local sheep and beef farmer Patrick Crawshaw says some farms in the area would normally be sending a thousand lambs to the yards every fortnight at this time of the year so it's critical stock get moving. None of that's been able to happen so there's there's a fair bit of pressure starting to come on with the lack of control on farm um, and so we're eating eating and wasting probably a lot of feed that we normally would, would be alleviating at this time. Patrick Crawshaw says there's uncertainty about when a Bailey Bridge will be in place, so they're taking matters into their own hands. But to get animals over the rivers, they need a trailer that can load. They can load with stock crates. We've got all things in place apart from a three-axle springed brake trailer with a stock crate on it, um, which, yeah, if we could have that, we, we have the yards, we have the trucks, and we have the, and the stock ready, ready to go ultimately. Um, and, and we've got the tractors to pull that across the river, um, yeah, which which requires one, well, either a dozer pulling a tractor, pulling the trailer, um, and that will that will start alleviating some of that pressure um, and, and be able to move some of the stock that is urgent to, to get out of the region before that winter deficit is starting to um, become bigger and bigger. Mr Crawshaw says it's not safe or practical to walk stock, especially sheep, through the rivers. He says if the system works, they'll be shipping stock over twice a week. Meanwhile, hundreds of people have put their names forward to help farmers clean up damage caused by Cyclone Gabrielle. Organised by Federated Farmers, the Farmy Army will deploy crews of volunteers to hard-hit areas in the coming weeks. The industry's group vice president, Wayne Langford, says a lot of work is going into ensuring the right people are sent to the right places. Yeah, the push is to get you know, as many skilled guys, um, tractors, machinery, uh, fences, that sort of thing, out onto these properties and, and, and give them a hand to, to get up and going again, right? You know, get those most essential jobs done, uh, give them the ability to, to move animals around their farm, to fence them in effectively, of course, and, and to have a feed rotation and that sort of thing. All of these things that are kind of essential heading into uh, winter on farms. Mr Langford says more than 600 people from all around the country have signed up to volunteer. He expects that to reach over 1,000. He says not everyone will be sent out at the same time as the clean-up is a marathon, not a sprint, and volunteers will be needed for the next six to eight months. Just a big heads up to all those um, uh, farmers that are out there that are isolated and, and are still battling away. Uh, we want you to know that we um, you know, are working on getting there as soon as we can and, and there's a heck of a lot of effort going in. I know it's no consolation at the moment for those, those farmers that are, you know, that are battling away, but, um, but hopefully we can get to you as soon as possible. Wayne Langford says farmers needing help from the Farmy Army can register on Federated Farmers' website. Apples and Pears is reassuring international buyers only top-quality fruit will make the cut for this year 
for this season's export crop. The industry group has done an audit of damage to orchards in the Hawke's Bay caused by the cyclone. Chairman Richard Punter says nearly half of the apple crop has been affected in one way or another, but he says 53% or 4,400 hectares of the crop is OK. It's still being picked and will be exported. Mr Punter says some international customers have been getting in touch to check if orders will still be filled. And we respond to them by saying, well, you've always had a high-quality crop out of New Zealand and that's what you're going to get this year. Because you've got to remember that, that we've, still got, we've still got our growing regions outside Hawke's Bay that are completely untouched by this. Nelson, Marlborough, Southland, uh, South Canterbury, uh, you know, the chunk of the North Island crop that hasn't been touched. So um, we will have a more accurate estimate of the overall reduction uh, in the export crop a bit later on. Um, but that means that some of our high-value varieties are simply going to increase in price. Mr Punter says quality checks will be done to ensure that apples will store well before being sent offshore. To other news, there's little activity in the rural real estate market at the moment. According to the Real Estate Institute, there were 170 fewer farm sales for the three months ended January, compared with the same period a year earlier. That's a 32% drop. The median price per hectare for all farms sold was largely unchanged at around $33,000. The Institute's rural spokesperson Shane O'Brien told Maya Burry there's not one particular sector experiencing weaker demand. It's slow across the board. There's a couple of factors leading to it. A number of properties are being sold on a conditional basis and with all the environmental compliance, it's taking a while for the sales to work through their due diligence period. So there are a good number of sales around New Zealand that are still conditional. And the other thing is also, of course, the increase in interest rate that uh, buyers are just being very cautious in terms of what that means for them. Mm, because I guess if you're forking out for a farm, um, that could be a, quite a big um, mortgage that yes. you then have to repay. That, that's correct. Yeah, the um, you know large amounts of capital, particularly in some of the horticultural and dairy um, sales, and with the sort of near doubling of the interest rates, it's just causing the buyers to just uh, probably take stock and just really double check their their workings to make sure it's the right decision for them. That's Shane O'Brien. A new Rabobank report says demand for New Zealand beef in China should pick up in the second half of the year. Sales of beef to the service sector dropped in recent years as COVID lockdowns meant people couldn't eat out. But agriculture analyst Genevieve Stevens says with China relaxing its strict COVID policies, consumer habits are changing. Through this COVID period, there's been overall an increase in beef consumption particularly um, by the younger generation, those who are in the mid to higher income bracket and really health conscious consumers. Uh, second trend that has evolved is more people have started cooking at home with beef, whereas previously beef was mostly consumed through the food service sector, through restaurants. Um, and so with this differentiation now, it allows you know, greater market diversity for New Zealand exporters and the ability to sell beef online. Ms Stephen says while these are positive signs for New Zealand's largest export market, demand won't pick up immediately as there's a lot of frozen beef already in reserve in China. And just lastly to some news out of Australia where an independent panel is undertaking a review into how and when the country should stop live sheep exports by sea. According to the ABC, Agriculture Minister Murray Watt has set up the panel which will consult with the industry before 
before providing recommendations to the government. Australian farming groups are opposed to a ban. In New Zealand, a ban on livestock exports by sea was announced in 2021. There's been a two-year phase-out period of the trade, which will wrap up in April. And that's the Rural News.